Westplex one is. By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the morning on KSLQ and Westplex 107.1. 7.1, AM 1350 crap, and 107.1, Westplex 107.1. All part of the Trimal cast. And Shelly is here. She, oh, hold on a minute. Shelly is maybe not so here. Shelly is here. Hey, Shelly, you there? Hey, Brad. Hey, ho- hold on just a minute. Talk for a minute, would you? Sure. What would you like me to talk about? I want you to give me the theory of relativity in 25 words or less. Can you do that? Einstein's theory of relativity in 25 words or less. Um, okay. E equals mc squared. Talk, because i got to walk away for a minute, okay? Hold on. Oh, you have to... Oh, this is you walking away? The pitter-patter of little Brad feet? Well, I don't know about you, but I didn't have any trick-or-treaters last night. Of course, all the... The fact that all the lights were off, I'm sure, was an indication that we didn't particularly want any. Yeah, I'm a Scrooge like that. Things have just been going on. Um, oh, this is him coming back. Yeah, it's me coming back. Okay, I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I had to do something. You know, sometimes you just got to do stuff, you know? Yeah, I do know, actually. You got to do stuff. That is a truth. Matter of fact... Matter of fact, um, hold on a minute. I gotta find something here. What are you doing? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got some. I got some new ones. Hold on. I'd rather have liposuction. That's what she'd rather do. Seriously, Brad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you don't look handicapped. You don't look handicapped at all. I am. Okay. You need to stop that. One. I'm mentally handicapped. <laughs> no. That one you need to take off. I like that one. Hold on a minute. You it's don't look right. handicapped. You don't look handicapped at all. I like that one. You don't like I that know, one? I know, but when you get when you get that the attitude, it's not pleasant. You take know, it off. You know you know problem with our country is? Do you know what the problem with the country is? Yes. Oh, here, I'll tell you what the problem with our country is. Listen carefully. Somebody at the White House has been smoking the devil's lettuce. That's what it is. Uh-huh. That's funny. <laughs> How about this one? America was founded by geniuses, but it's being run by idiots. <laughs> Who was that again? That's Senator Kennedy from Louisiana. He's oh, like okay. he's like the quote machine. I mean, he sells all, he's he reminds you of like like you know like when you're a kid you know you know crazy uncle Uncle John you know <laughs> crazy uncle, uncle Fester yeah who's like who has this this who can size up any problem in like ten words you know you can say. Uncle John, what's the problem with our country? And he would say, America was founded by geniuses, but it's being run by idiots. <laughs> you can say, why What year is... was that? What? What year was that? That saying, yeah. He just said it the other day. <laughs> oh, think, he did? I think he, he said both okay, of these. Okay, then I agree with him. He said both of these here. He said both of these on Friday. He was being asked about things about what's going on at the White House, and he said, Somebody at the White House has been smoking the devil's lettuce. Oh, oh you know what that was about? That was about, and it is crazy. We'll talk about this later. This crazy, weird stuff where these, you know, the people who crashed our border, okay? You know, once again, it's illegal to do that. Just like Shelly drives down the highway at 90 miles an hour, it's illegal to do that. Uh, just like the people who come and across speed the... speed limit is just a suggestion. Right, a suggestion. And just like the people come across the border, have you heard this latest thing? Uh-uh. They're going to give $450,000 to each one of the people. You know, it's funny because I was talking about that with David last night. He's like, does Brad know about this? It's, it's, Is he going to talk about this? It's incredible. I mean, if you know That's this... more than well, they gave. Um... It's more than they gave the 9-11 victims, you know. Yes. I mean, yes, it's, it's yes. like, it's crazy time. And what this is, these were the people, the families that came across the border. And it gets even worse. The families that came across the border and they segregated the parents from the kids. And they're saying, if there's a mother and father, each of them are going to get $450,000. And, 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 and they're up to a million dollars per family. Now, once again, I'm scratching my head and I'm going like, Okay, hold on a minute. These people came across the border this, illegally. So this is the land of opportunity? <laughs> but really? <laughs> hey, hey, I, look. The interesting thing was I read this report over the weekend, and this is not just crazy, weird, right-wing you know, people saying this now. No, it's not. There are people 
flying from all over the world. And we're not talking poor people from what they call the triangle countries, Nicaragua, El Salvador, and Ecuador, or whatever it is. It's yes. not It's not those people. It's people. They're talking about like there are middle-class people flying from India, flying into ports in in, you know, in, in airports in, in Mexico, then finding these, these uh, you know, these cartel guys who were charging them like $5,000 a head to take them up to the border. I've, I've told you the story that there's, I, there's been a couple reporters that have done this now who've gone into Mexico. They've done the opposite thing. You know, and the crazy thing about that is if they get caught in Mexico, they get thrown in jail. I don't know if you know this story. There was a, and then were, they get forgotten about. Oh yeah, or are killed or something, or tortured or something like that. You know. But anyway, these people, some of the American reporters, have crossed the border into Mexico, and they find all these documents from people just thrown down because because they don't want to tell anyway. You know, they don't want to have any proof of where they're from. So you know, they get there. They they have and it talk. This guy talked about passports and things like that. People have passports. Okay. People have passports usually are people of some kind of means. You know, you don't find yes, people who, I agree. people who are like destitute that have a passport. You know what I mean? See, that's the whole yes, that's no. the whole complaint that the, the, the Democrats have about the voting and, and the, the, the driver's license deal. You know, I mean you got a picture ID. Anyway, the deal is they're saying that their rights have been violated. I'm thinking to myself, oh, hold on a minute, Mo, if you are not a citizen how do you have rights in the United States? I mean, can you explain that to me? I don't. I don't understand that. I mean, if you're a citizen, how can you? They're giving more than they gave the American people. I know the thing's crazy, and it's to the point where talking about having an ad. Can you imagine here now? You know, there's some some guy down in you know some radio. It's 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 some radio show in Ecuador or not Nicaragua or, or someplace like that, and it's Shalia and Bradia on the radio, and he says, Brad says, hey, if you go on to the United States, you can get $450,000 just for crossing the border. And, you know, and Shalia says, whoa, let's go. Let's drop, dump this stupid radio station gig and go north of the border. I mean, like, it's crazy. I don't, you know, there are things, you know, once again, if we'd find out that our founding fathers had been cryogenically frozen back in the 1700s and were brought back to life and they were you know, and they, 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 they took them to Washington, D.C., and they started talking to the president and the vice president and all the members of Congress. They wouldn't even know what happened to their country. They'd go like, what the hell happened? <laughs> we started this country, and we thought great things were going to happen, and it did. And now we got crazy weird stuff like this. And, yes. And there's, there's like, I saw this video the other day. There's like another caravan headed north. Okay, here's my question for you, Okay. Let's put this in the United States. Let's say a bunch of, I don't know, we'll call them Yugoslavians were in, were in Canada and they wanted to go to Mexico. And guess where they got across? They got across the United States. So they come across the Canadian border. First off, they'd have a tough time doing that. Second off, they're just like, they're walking like in groups of like 10,000. You don't think like the police would stop them at some point and go, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. where are you going? You know, if they're walk, if they're walking down, like let's say, let's say they come in on, uh, in in like from from Toronto, and they end up going over into Chicago, or you know, and they come down I fifty five, and they're walking across the Poplar Street Bridge, you know, in downtown St. Louis. There's forty thousand of them. You don't think, you know, somebody would go, hey, whoa, where, what, what, what's the deal? Where are you going? You know, what are you doing on the interstate? That's illegal. What are you, what are you doing? Explain to me how you got here. What's going on? You don't think that would happen? Not in Mexico. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, come on. And once again, if you go from the Mexican southern border to the Mexican northern border, I believe it's well over 2,000 miles. Think about that for a minute. That would be like us deciding we're going to walk to San Diego. You know? I mean, it would take, I mean, do you think you could walk that far? No, do you think not at all. Do you think you'd walk to Kansas City? No. I think I could make Kansas City if you give me like, you know, maybe a week or something like that. I think I could make it to Kansas City. But I don't think I can make it to Mex or to San Diego. I just no. don't get it. I don't I don't get it. Smartest one uh smartest woman in the world saying ain't no caravan head this way in QAnon world. Not 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 everyone crossing the border. Uh immigrant families that were separated during the Trump administration. 
Well, I don't care if they were, I don't care what happened. I don't care, you know, see, once again, this is Trump stuff. Oh, Trump, orange man bad, orange man. By the way, if you heard the latest controversy with the let's go Brandon thing. Right. Okay, one of the Southwest Airline pilots on when he's doing, hi, uh, uh, this is the captain. Hold on, this is the captain. <laughs> I'm, and welcome aboard Southwest Flight 602 from wherever to wherever and uh i would just want to uh, thank you for being a southwest airlines customer and by the way let's go brandon that's what he did he did a let's go brandon thing and all these weirdos are like on twitter going we're never going to fly southwest again i'm going great more room for us (laughs) right (laughs) i mean so they took offense to that and now they're pouting they're saying that that remember that's the substitute for F Joe Biden. Remember the whole crazy thing? And how would you like to be that poor NASCAR oh, dude? Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's go, Brandon. That's the substitute. If you say, let's go, Brandon, that's like F Joe Biden. That's, that, that's, don't you remember we talked about this? This is this crazy thing that happened a couple weeks ago where this Brandon, God, what is his name? And, and this, what's, you know, what's sad about this? This is so sad because this poor dude was, uh, you know, he's like all excited because he won a NASCAR race. And Brandon, let me look at NASCAR. I can't even remember his name. NASCAR Brandon. All they have to do, Brandon Brown. That's his name. Yeah, NASCAR Brandon Brown. Uh, he's a young guy. Uh, matter of fact, um, uh, da, 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 da. let me see if I can find him. He's 16th in X- Xfinity Series. And you know what? I got confused again. Um, remember, There's a to, shocker. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really confused. You know, it used to be that it was the Winston Cup was the big race, you know, like the, 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 the top of the NASCAR heap. And then I can't remember what the other one was. Okay, is the Xfinity Series, is that the big race or is that the second biggest race? I think it's the big race. Because, what series? Well, it's called the Xfinity Series. We don't have Xfinity here. Xfinity is is a Internet company. Like we have Spectrum. We don't have Xfinity. That's a, that's oh, a, okay. That's an internet, center, uh, uh, internet thing. And Brandon Brown. Let me read about Brandon Brown. Uh, Brandon Brown, Brandon L. Brown, American professional uh, stock car racing driver. He competes full-time in the NASCAR Xfinity Series, driving the number 68 Chevrolet Camaro for Brandon Built Motorsports. Uh, Born in 1993, he's 28. Um, 2001, first win, uh, that was the one he just got. Sparks 300, Talladega. Uh, He's number 68, 20th, uh, 2020 position, he's 11th. 2017th, he's he's 97th. So he's doing better. Uh, so how would you feel that poor guy? Because nobody remembers remembers him for being a NASCAR guy. Remember the whole? Don't you remember this goofy story where the he wins the race and he's like, "Oh my God, I'm so excited! Oh, I'm so excited!" And the crowd's doing the F Joe Biden uh, uh, you know chant, and the reporter goes, "Hey Brandon, they're doing a chant for you. Let's go, Brandon!" So everybody went, everybody rolled their eyes. Well, oh my God, I can't believe she said that. You know, because she was covering for the fact that she's doing this interview and obviously it's been picked up in the microphone, the F bomb, you know, and she's trying to turn it into something it wasn't. And you know, you know, you know what I say about that, don't you? What? You know what I say about that? What? I'd rather have liposuction. Yeah. That's what I, and, and you know don't, what? Don't play that one again. With the liposuction one? Or this one? No. You don't look handicapped. You don't look handicapped at all. Yes. That's what somebody said to you. Right? I know that. that I, and it was very hurtful. I don't like it. Take it off. Well, we'll say, we'll, say that you're, we'll say that's you saying that to me. What? Hey, here, here's what we're doing. We're using context. Hey, Shelly, how do you like my, my new clothes today? You don't look handicapped. You don't look handicapped at all. Shelly, thank you. Because normally I, I limp around all the time, but with my new clothes, I've gotten my new compression pants on, and I don't limp anymore. I got, did you know I, I, I got compression pants? Did I tell you about that? There's actually a thing called that. I know, I have them. That's why I don't limp anymore, because I bought these new compression pants, and they compress my lower region, and I can walk now. Uh-huh.
It's six forty-four. Oh, we're not getting away with that. Oh, here's Shelly. Let's let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. You just sound like you're in pain. I am. I am in pain because I'm on the air with you. Let's let's move on. Oh, that was nice. <laughs> I will be a completely different person. Let's let's move on. You just sound like you're in pain. I am. I'm on the air with Shelly. That's a way to make it to my heart. Six forty-five. Is that one? Is that one men are after making it to women's hearts? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just think about that one. No, not so much. Okay, six forty-five. Uh huh. By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 107.1. Westplex 107.1, I don't know why she would want to be a man. Why would she want to be a man? Shelly there? I don't know if she's there or not. I'm here. Why would she want to be a man when our president says... There's not a single thing a man can do that a woman can't do as well or better. Not a single thing. Not a single thing. Why would she want to I be a man? I have no idea. By the way, I will, I will, you know, if listeners out there have just tuning in, haven't listened to the show for a while, there are a lot of amazing facts about Shelly. And, uh, you know, she's sort of modest about, modest about certain things. And one of the things that's interesting about it is that a lot of people don't realize that Shelly is a world-class beach volleyball player. She's a world-class beach volleyball player. And she's all upset because of what happened in Europe. Do you hear about this? You probably no. you probably know about this. You're all, you know, she's upset because recently a match in Norway, the Norwegian volleyball team, beach volleyball team was fined because instead of wearing the mandated bikini top and bottom, they wore like board shorts and a shirt and they got fined. So People complain, saying, hold on a minute now. The guys, that's what they play in. They play in, like, board shorts and, and like, a, you know, a T-shirt top. Why do the women have to wear that little skimpy b- bikini? And Shelly was one of them. She goes, I like wearing this little skimpy bikini. But now she... I didn't say that, but <laughs> it's true. Now she's being the world-class volleyball player she is. She doesn't have to wear the skimpy little bikini. I, oh, you know, quite honestly, when the Olympics were, I always thought to myself... Okay, do they make them wear that little skimpy outfit, or is that what they want to wear? You know? I mean, you ever thought about that? Apparently, that's the official no, uniform. No, I haven't. You ha- oh, I think about it all the time. I, you know, I bet you do. I couldn't go to bed the other night thinking to myself, oh, I wonder if they make them wear that little skimpy bikini outfit when they play beach volleyball. And I thought about it all night long. Finally, I Googled it. And you know what? There was a quote in there from you. There's what? A quote in there from you. It said, Shelly Barr, it said, if they ever don't let us wear the skimpy bikini, I'm out. So you're going to quit. Okay. <laughs> and matter of fact, you know what's interesting? What? Any of the Mexicans who came across our border illegally in a little skimpy bikini, they're going to get $450,000. So is this a written rule now? <laughs> it's, 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 okay. Or as, is it just on the table? As I understand it, the American Civil Liberties Union, which once upon a time used to be like a good organization, now there's just a bunch of weirdos. You know, I'm sorry, ACLU people, you're wackadoodles. You know, all these crazy, they go after these crazy weird things, I think just because, hey, let's, let's really tick off the American people. Let's sue the American government because... They should be giving everybody half a million dollars for illegally crossing the border. Okay, let's do that. See, once again, I don't understand. And what's, you know, it's like our court system. Like Here, I heard one yesterday. Here's a real good one, okay? A group of 18-year-olds sued the federal government because of the fact that you have to be 21 to buy a handgun which is sort of weird because if you're an 18-year-old, you can buy a long gun, you can buy a rifle, but you can't buy a handgun in almost every state. So they sued this group of like 18-year-olds. They sued the federal government, right? They sued, they went, went through the courts, and I believe it ended up like at some federal court, okay? So they won. They won the fact that, and court precedent, that if you are 18 years old, you can buy a handgun. Because 
what they're arguing was, look, we can go, an 18-year-old is an adult. Now, I know people say, well, there's a drinking law about 21. I get that. But at 18-year-olds, you know, you're an adult. You're an emancipated minor. You're not, in a, you know, you're not under your parents' supervision anymore. You can do whatever you want. You can join the Army. You can do whatever, pretty much, or if you want, except, except for, for you can vote nowadays, okay? So what happened was it took three years for the, for the case to make it through the court system. And by the time it made it through the court system, they're 21. So they won the case, but then on appeal, the case would thrown out because, hey, they're not 18 anymore. Get what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a shame. I mean, it took... That's a shame that they sat there and it took that long. <laughs> well, it took three years and they won this court battle. But then the court, then on appeal, the court says, hey, they're not 21 anymore. So it doesn't matter. You know, so essentially... And if you know anything about law, they talk about case law precedent. Now they're going like, well, we had a law that, you know, there, you know, there was one court that decided you didn't have to be, you know, you could be 18 and buy a handgun, but then they turned 21, so they vacated that judgment, and now there's no law anymore. It's just like crazy weird stuff. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And there's, a, there's also a law in Missouri that if you got pulled over for speeding at 100 miles an hour over the limit, if you're a woman, you had to have a skimpy bikini on. Did you know about that law? Right. <laughs> you don't believe me, do you? No, I don't believe you that one. God, it was on 364 yesterday, and a car, black car like yours, went past me at least going 100 miles an hour. I thought to myself. was not me. I thought, that's chilly. <laughs> nope. I don't have a white car anymore, remember? I said it was a black car. No, that's not what you said. I said it was a black car. It was a black SUV. No, no. And it had this Q Mm-mm. sticker on the window. And it's had on, a, on the rear window, it said Glamaw. I'm going like. The very rear window? No, no, on the side window. Side. You just know what my car looks like. But you didn't say that the first time. You I said, said my white car. I said a black SUV. No, you didn't. Yeah, a black SUV. Oh, you're exhausting sometimes. <laughs> What do you mean I'm exhausting? You just are. God, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Once again, the St. Louis area is in the national news, and it's not good. Now, once again, and Shelly, I think you'll agree with me on this. Let's say you live in you love, live in an unincorporated part of St. Charles County, so technically you live like in St. Charles, right? Okay? Right. Okay. So when you travel, like let's say you're in San Francisco, and someone says, hey, where are you from? Where do you say? I usually say St. Louis. Exactly. That's my point. Okay, so so <laughs> here we have this national news story, which once again, pay, and I know people are going to say, well, that's not us because we live in St. Peter's or we, we live in Washmo or we live in Wildwood. Hey, guess what? The whole area gets painted with a with broad brush as far as other people are concerned. Like if I say, if I say to someone, if, if I'm from Atlanta and I say to you, being a St. Louisan, I say, well, I'm from Buckhead, you go like, is that a good area? Well, it's the it's the prestigious area. You didn't know that because you don't know Atlanta, right? It could be right. it could be the slums as far as you're concerned, or it could be the ritziest place in town, or it could be like Joe middle class, you know, blue collar, you know, pickup truck in a driveway kind of place. Okay? So that's my point with when you say St. Louis and people hear this and see this news item with features the mayor of St. Louis and God, it's so embarrassing. I'm going like, here we go again. And then especially from what she said afterwards. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. Okay, we'll talk about it next hour. Because it's one of these things that's like, okay, here we go again. Everybody that we live here in this area, it just looks like we're a bunch of rubes. And, you know, we're a bunch of, hey, I, I just got off the tractor. Where I was doing, I was plowing the South 40. Yeah, that's right. There's no houses in the St. Louis area. We all live in, in mobile homes. Everybody knows that, right? Yep. 6.59. By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 107.1. Westplex 107.1. You like that? New from Ed Sheeran. Oh, I'd love it, Brad. Can we play it one more time? Well, Shelly, if I play it one more time, people get tired of it. Oh, but I love it so much. Can you play it all morning? Just play that song? Please, Brad? Okay, Shelly. Is that the first time you played that? <laughs> yes. You've heard that before? Huh? You know, Shelly, I, I said, Shelly, 
what would you rather have? Would you rather play the song or would you have a rather have liposuction? And Shelly said, I'd rather have liposuction. Okay. One of these, you're going to rue the day. <laughs> you said the damnedest things. You really huh? do. You say the damnedest things. Okay, a lot of stuff to talk about. First and foremost, Shelly's been bugging me. Just like, let's go to the history of this show. It's 2019. Actually, it started in 2018. Shelly kept saying, we need to do this show. It's called BS in the Morning. I go, okay, and what would that be? Well, you and me, Brad and Shelly in the morning. I go, I don't want to do that. Twenty. No, actually, it started in 2017. She says, we need to do this show called BS in the Morning. I go, I'm not doing it. And then 2018, we need to do the show. It's called BS in the Morning. And then 2019, every single day, January 1st, Shelly calls me up. She goes, you know what my New Year's resolution is? I go, what is that? She goes, to have the show called BS in the Morning. Hey, I'm going to bug you every single day. So every day from the start of 2019, every single day, Shelly would say, we need to do the show. So finally, on June 30th, I said, okay, enough. So on July 1st, we started this show, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's exactly how it went, right? Okay. Not exactly, but close. Last week, Shelly says, you know, I found this old website of yours. It's called Rent Me for a Day. I go, why can't it be Rent Us for a Day? I go, you know, that's a good question. Why can't it be? So over the weekend, Rent Us for a Day was born. So I tell Shelly, here's what we're going to do. We're going to promote various businesses and organizations and groups. They can rent us for a day, literally rent us for a day. There's a rental calendar online there. And you pay, and we'll talk about you on the air. We'll talk about you on social media. We'll do posts on the website and the whole bit. So who posts and who doesn't? The very first day of rent us for a day, and this is what Shelly wants. There's a post on there from Brad, but I don't see a post from Shelly. What happened, Shelly? You didn't give me the parameters. <laughs> so our very first rent, rent us for a day is for the Salvation Army. And being that is today is November 1st, it's not going to be that far away where we're going to hear those bells ring in front of stores. And hopefully it won't be a repeat of the crazy weird stuff last year. And it'll be a little bit more... You know, the Salvation Army people won't have to wrap themselves in cellophane to stand in front of a store that ring a bell. Um, you know, masks, stuff like that. No big deal. Uh, but it's bell ringing season. And a good amount of money that the Salvation Army collects is from those kettles. But they need you to ring those bells. They need bell ringers. Every single year they need bell ringers. So what are you going to do? You're going to go to Rent Us for a Day. I'm typed in it right now on my computer. Rent Us for a Day. And then you're going to read this article about the Salvation Army, which is written by me. Oh, you know what, Shelly? There's no article about you. There's just me on there. And when I hit the read more on that, it takes me to this site. It says, very soon you'll start to hear the Salvation Army bells ringing at area stores. The Salvation Army needs you to help ring those bells. Click here to sign up today. And it takes you to a website called registertoring.com. Yes, registertoring.com. It's a new Salvation Army website where you can go online and register, you used to have to call a phone number and talk to somebody. You know, nobody wants to talk to anybody more. You know, we don't, ha- we don't have any personal communication with anybody more. We just want to click on a website and have it do everything. If we want to have our teeth cleaned, we just want to click on a website, have a big old toothbrush come out of the phone and clean your teeth, right? We don't want to go to a dentist anymore. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. Register to ring.com. That's the web address. And you can ring bells. Shelly and I have done this for years. Um... I will tell the story of how I got involved with the Salvation Army years ago. Uh, my dad, who was a World War II veteran, and I'm going to tell the story. I'm going to not give the filter that I was supposed to use, but I'm going to tell the story the way it was. My dad said to me one time, my dad was a World War II veteran, combat veteran, was all over the world, three or four years active duty, then 36 years of reserve. He retired as a captain when he was 62, was in the Army from 22 to 62. And my dad said, don't ever give money to the American Red Cross. True story. You know, and I know the Salvation Army people don't like me saying that, but because they don't like, they're good people and they don't like finger pointing. But my dad, and I said to him one time, I go, why would you say that, Dad? And he goes, when I was in the Army, when I was in Europe, the Salvation Army and the Red Cross was always there to help us. But the Red Cross charged you for coffee and they charged you for donuts. And the Salvation Army people, it was always free. Everything they had was free. If we said, 
can I have your coat? They take the coat off and give it to us for free. So he says, don't ever give money to the American Red Cross. So when I got recruited by the Salvation Army at the Business Expo, that's been, what, like six or seven years ago when that happened, wasn't it? It was a long time ago. You were there. You think you were standing right there. Weren't you, Shelley? Yes, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm having a coughing jag off the air, so forgive me. Turning your mic off. Okay, a coughing jag? You're a, a judge advocate, advocate general? Anyway, uh, so he came up to me and talked to me about joining with the Salvation Army, and I told him that story. And he looked at me and he says, you know how many times a day I hear that exact same story? And I go, really? He says, yes, all these World War II vets, <laughs> you know, I hear it from the vets themselves. And I hear it from their sons and daughters that their father told them, don't ever give money to the American Red Cross. Give it to the Salvation Army. And you and I have been involved with the Salvation Army for, what, I don't know, six, seven years. And It's been a while, and it's been fun, too. Well, and they are a special breed of people. You and I have talked about this before. They are a special breed of people. I don't know how they do it. They always seem calm and collected. They always seem like... You know, everything's good. They have a positive attitude, um, you know, and they help people. That's their job. You know, the Salvation Army um, place there in O'Fallon, they have a homeless shelter, which unfortunately is almost always filled. They have a food, uh, a food pantry where people can come. If they don't have any money to buy food, they'll give them food for free. Their location in St. Charles, they do lunch every day. I think they do dinner as well too, don't they? And if you need a good hot... I don't know if they do dinner, but they do uh, spiritual meetings every Sunday. Right. And if you need a hot meal... And they live by what they believe. And it's amazing. I don't know how they do it. By the way, I think I think major the Major Fergusons are gone. Did you know that? What? I think they're not... I, I think they got transferred. I don't think they're here anymore. No. Yeah. No. They would have said goodbye. No, I'm pretty sure they're gone. The, the the husband and wife team that ran the O'Fallon Center, I, I think they got transferred. I think uh, somebody told me they went back to Canada because they're from Canada. Canada? Yeah, they're from – didn't you know that? He, huh. I did not. Yeah, they weren't they weren't American citizens. They were Canadians, and I believe they have like a special – some kind of a special – you know, I wonder if they got $450,000 for coming across the border from Canada to the United States. Oh, excuse me. That <laughs> wouldn't happen that way, would it? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so I'll have to find that out because um I, I, I they were wonderful. People. They were lovely. The keys truly lovely. Major major and major key who ran the St. Charles Center, they're gone. Yeah, they're in um St. Joseph. Some place in Yeah, you know, they no, are on the other side of the street. Missouri. Yeah, they're in St. Joseph, north of KC. And I believe the Fergusons are gone as well too, which is sort of sad because they were wonderful people. Yeah, so we've lost our connects except for the amazing Vicky White. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So rentusforaday.com. Go check it out and sign up to be a bell ringer. And by the way, if you want to rent us for a day, you can go right on that site and you can see all the rentals. And if you want to rent us for the entire day, talking about it on the air, we do social media. Shelly's like, so far, Shelly's just cranked out a bunch of videos for the Salvation Army and a bunch of social media posts. Hold it. I can't find it. What happened, Shelly? Did they get taken down? Um, I don't know. <laughs> okay, 7.15. Okay. Sorry. Here's embarrassment for the St. Louis area. Friday. What? Okay, I'm going to tell the story. Friday, there was a big news event where the mayor of St. Louis, Tashara Jones, was visiting with the mayor of Kansas City. The mayor of Kansas City came over to St. Louis, and they were talking about issues that the cities have in common. St. Louis and Kansas City have some problems. Kansas City, not so much. St. Louis, lots of problems, okay? And they were walking, they were doing a walking tour of the neighborhood that Tashara Jones lives in in North City. And she was complaining about this, and the news crews were there in the whole bit. And once again, this is her, the mayor of Kansas City, and she's talking about gun violence. And all of a sudden, bang, 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 bang! Four gunshots ring out right down the street. And she doesn't even flinch. And later she explains she doesn't flinch because she lives in North City, and they hear that all the time. Her and her son hear that all the time, and they're so used to gunfire. So North City, St. Louis, or North City, Kansas? No, they were in North St. Louis City. The Kansas City mayor was here. He came over. Oh, like, okay. He came yeah, yeah. over to like you know tour 
and because she claims that, hey, we're, we're making progress in the city, and they're doing this press conference, this joint press conference. They're standing out someplace in North City, and the gunfire goes off. This clip is everywhere, everywhere. It's on the national news. I don't care what website you go to. If you go to a news site, this website Send it is to there. Me, will you? Oh my God! All you got to do is just you know, just go on your phone and put "Mayor of St. Louis gunshots." And here, I bet you any money. Here, let me do that. If I go to "Mayor of uh, St." Here, I go "St. Louis Mayor M A Y O R gunshots." G U N S H O T S. And I will tell you, it's going to be on probably every goofy major website. Here it is on the Washington Post. Here it is on CNN. Here it is on STL Today, CNN.com, New York Post, V, KSDK, Fox 2 News, Fox News, uh, BlackEnterprise.com, Washington Mm -hmm. Post, KESQ, wherever that is, I have no idea. KansasCity.com, TheSun.com, Newsweek.com, Odyssey.com. What uh, about KSLQ.com? It's not there. Or WestPlex1071.com. NewsRadio1029.com, uh, KRAN1029. Uh, where's that? I don't know where that's at. Supposed gunshots, uh, KCMO, KSHAB, gunshots, uh, YouTube.com. TexasNewsToday.com, TheCenterSquare.com, RiverfrontTimes.com, ThePostMillennial.com, KCTV.com, LawOfficer.com, BND, which is uh, Business News Daily, uh, APNews.com. You get what I'm saying? It makes the whole area look like trash. And you know what? I get it. She's trying. I understand. I'm not making fun of the mayor. I mean, who in the world would want to be the mayor of the city of St. Louis anyway? You know? I mean, like, it's just... And, and what's sad to me about it is that it's, it's like, for example, there's an article that just came out over the weekend that talks about Elon Musk is warning Austin to not turn into another San Francisco. Do you know, you know what's going on in Austin? I do not. Austin has become like this, this uh, you know, matter of fact, there's all these tech companies that have moved to Austin. Austin's like the new hot place. And what's happened is they brought their politics with them. And they're turning Austin into a super liberal city. And to the point where they are one of the first cities in the country that defunded the police. They cut the police budget by a third. They knocked 33. Austin did? Yeah, Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas knocked a third of the budget off. And you know what the problem is now? They're, like for, I heard a guy over the weekend. Matter of fact, I heard it this weekend. I heard it last weekend. Two different guys. This guy has a store in Austin, some kind of a retail store. And it gets broken into from time to time. The Austin police, when he dialed 911, they told him they no longer take robbery reports. That what he's supposed to do is he's supposed to take pictures of the broken windows that they broke into his store, and he's supposed to send them to the police department. They won't send a detective anymore. Now think about that. If you own a business, and they're telling people in Austin, if it's not like a murder or rape or having a heart attack, don't dial 911, dial 311. You know what the 311 is? Is that three one one? Is that for homeless? Well, it's like social services kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. If you're yes. Like, if you if you're you know if you if you lost your shoes, you dial three one one and they find your pair of shoes. That kind of stuff. I'm sure it's just like that. It's just like that. Yeah. Got guy Tom McGann personally comes to your door. Hi, I'm Tom McGann. I'm here to give you some shoes. People out there who are like twenty go, who's Tom McGann? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, okay. a whole generation doesn't know who he <laughs> right. is. They have no idea who Tom McGann is. Right. Uh-uh. Go, Who's Tom McGann? So that's what uh-huh. they're doing in Austin. So so, so Musk is saying, don't turn Austin into San Francisco. And now what's interesting, by the way, did you know this? You know tomorrow's an election day? You know there are actually elections? I do know tomorrow's an election day. But you know what's goofy about it? There's hardly, what? there's in some areas there's nothing on the ballot, but in Darden Prairie, there's something on the ballot. You know what in Darden Prairie it is? Uh-uh. They're trying to increase the taxes in Darden Prairie. Okay. Yeah. They're trying to make, they're trying to get more money. And you know, nowadays, I mean, can I be honest with you? Oh, please. <laughs> Would you vote for more taxes? I mean. No, unless it's like one of those no cost bonds. Well, but that's not, that's different. That's a bond issue. But like, for example, 
gasoline's 3.19 a gallon now. What? Year ago, right around a year ago, this time it was like what? Buck 50 or something like that. It's more yes. than, more than doubled. I remember I I don't think I was on drugs or anything like that. I'm usually not. But if I'm not mistaken, I think during pandemic year 2020, I think when the pandemic first hit, I swore I bought gas for like a dollar twenty nine. Am I am I imagining stuff stuff? No, uh uh-uh. uh. I, I could have sworn I bought it for a buck twenty nine. I mean I was routinely under two dollars all the time. No big deal. Now it's like three nineteen and it keeps going up and up and up and up and up. Anyway. Yes, it, it raised forty cents over the past two weeks. On a Tuesday. Well, usually it was a Thursday. You say Thursday, I That's say Tuesday. Say. It's Tuesday. And the smartest woman in the in the United States just texted me, "Do you do I understand the economy?" I do. I do understand the economy. Do what? She says her her she sent she sent me a text that says, "Do you understand the economy?" And she says, "You did not buy for dollar 29." How do you know? I went It's the economy, stupid. I went to Amazon Gas and the guy showed up with a tank of gas and filled my truck. That's what I did. I know I bought I bought ten gallons on Amazon.com, and the Amazon gas guy came out and put gas in my tank for a buck twenty nine. You don't believe me, do you? <laughs> anyway, uh, tomorrow's an election day, and it is in at, in Austin. They have on the ballot. They have uh, I think it's called Proposition A, where what they're going to try to do is they're supposedly trying to put an equation in. So as the city grows, the police department will grow where there will be, I think it's two police officers for every 1,000 res- residents. And that's what they're trying to do. Every single, uh, uh, every time there's, you know, they do a new census, they have to have. And right now, Austin is like at 1.4 or something like that. And once again, it's crazy because they've gotten rid of a lot of these police. There's big controversy over the weekend. I, I saw this a couple times. These people are mad at uh, the mayor of, or not, the governor of, of, of Florida because he said, essentially, hey, you police, t- remember today's, today's the day. If you don't have your vaccine shot by today in the city of uh, New York, New York City, if you don't have your vaccine, you get fired today. Today's the day. And they say that they're, they're like, I don't know. They, and this is not only for police departments, fire department, EMS, and trash dudes. Trash dudes and dudettes. If you don't, and I think about that for a minute. <laughs> you got to have, <clears throat> I would think, <clears throat> hold on a minute. I would think it would be more important that the trash dudes and dudettes have, like, their tetanus shots like that, you know what I mean, than the stupid vaccine. You know what I'm saying? Because Yes, I do. You don't come in contact with the trash guys. I mean, when's the last time you went no, up No, your- I'm sure. I don't. Are your, are your trash men particular? Yes. So my trash men are particular. Why? It's one of the biggest companies out there. Yeah. And they're very particular. And if I don't put, you know, because we've had a lot of... Um, things that we needed to get rid of right and so we have two cans and they were completely filled and then i had bigger items like a chair a desk chair and uh, a computer desk that i had put a sledgehammer to they won't take it was very therapeutic but i digress anyway i put them out there and i had to put them out there just so so they would take them they did take if i didn't they would leave them. They did take them? They did take them. Well, you know. The previous week, they did not. <sighs> trash guys in my in my neighborhood, one day is on a weekend. I came home. I mean, I got really drunk, and I decided, you know what? You I'm, got what? I got really drunk. You know me. I drink all the time. and <laughs> I got, You are lush. I got hammered. So I decided, I want to see how good my, my trash guys are. So I went, and I sat out at the curb on trash day. And the guy came and he says, hey, are you trash? I go, yeah, I'm trash. And he said, pick me up, threw me in the truck. Was that a dad joke? (laughs) Is that what your trick-or-treaters said to you? (laughs) Did you have anybody trick-or-treat at your place last night? No, because I had the whole house dark. (laughs) You're one of those houses. They no, normally I'm not. Normally don't, I actually don't dress like, up. They don't like scared kids. the little bejesus out of the little kids. What? But this year I just wasn't feeling it. Really? So I turned off all the exterior lights and I you can close off the front foyer and the front dining room. Yeah. Um 
with a door that goes into the other rooms. Yeah. And that's what I did. So nobody really knew we were home because everything was dark. I went trick-or-treating last night. You know what I dressed up as? A big Q. <laughs> You're hesitating. Why are you hesitating? Hey, Shelly, <laughs> I went trick-or-treating last night. You know, who's I, you know who I dressed up as? Who? J.C. Corcoran. By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. I screwed up. I shouldn't have done that. Uh, 107.1 uh, AM 1350 crap. That's us. You there? And KSLQ 104.5 and I Westplex 107. I forgot about that. You know who, you know who Curtis Lewa is? I do not. You don't know who Curtis Lewa is? Uh-uh. Um, he's the guy that started the Guardian Angels. Remember that a long time ago in, in New York City where he got upset with the police not being able to do anything, so we started this group called the Guardian Angels. You, know what I'm, you don't, know what don't know what I'm talking about? Hold on a minute. My computer I is... I probably do. I, I don't... Is, is, was it back... How far back was it? In the 90s? Well, yeah, a long time ago. He started the Guardian Angels, Angels a long time ago. Anyway. Um, if I remember correctly, yes, I remember. He For years, he's done a radio talk show. And for a while, believe it or not, we ran it on 1350. In the old days, it was KWMO. We ran it on KSLQ. And uh, not on, excuse me, on, on KWMO. Now it's crap. That's what I meant to say. I'm trying to get my computer to stop here. I missed a break. And it won't stop. Damn it! I'm gonna reboot it. Okay, hold on a minute. Here we What'd go. What'd you just say? I said, I said, Hoover, damn it, because um, that's what <laughs> that's what you do when you want to stop the water. You put a damn in it. You know, you damn it. Um, hold on a minute. I'm talking at the same time. Restart. Every once in a while, this computer goes nuts. Okay, I'm restarting the computer. Okay, Curtis Sliwa started this group called the Guardian Angels and they wore the red berets and they essentially were like a citizens vigilante kind of force not necessarily vigilante but they went around and they stopped crime and a very controversial kind of guy he used to be on our station did a national talk show and he used to call me up and talk to me can you believe that the guy would yeah call. I can believe that he and, and he was you know he's a New York guy so he's like he's in the news because tomorrow's the election he's running for mayor Okay, he's a Republican running for mayor in New York. York. Yes, in New York City. Okay, think about that. That would be like a Republican running for the mayor in the city of St. Louis. You stand, I would stand a better chance of having Jennifer Aniston call me up and say, Hey, Brad, what are you doing tonight? Come on over to my place and we'll get to know each other better than running for mayor. That would be of, Shania Twain. Oh, no, Thank you. Of the city of St. Louis and as a Republican. It just doesn't happen. So... He's doing his last-minute campaign stops, and in New York City, he's walking to with one of his one of his guys, his campaign workers, and they're walking to an interview. I think they're on another radio station, and they're walking into an interview, and they're and they're late, and he crosses the street and gets hit by a taxi. I mean, and witnesses say he went six feet in the air. He gets literally hit by a taxi oh. on Friday. He gets up, and his campaign worker hurries over to him. And, you know, Curtis, Curtis, you okay? I'm fine. Are you okay? The other guy wasn't at all. He says, hurry up. We got to go to the interview. So he picks himself up. He's bleeding. He goes and does the radio interview. Then he goes to the hospital. And there's Sounds pictures. like something you would do. <laughs> it really does. Broke. That doesn't surprise me whatsoever. He broke. It sounds like something you would do. What? Did I get hit by a taxi and then I went to, I did an interview? Dude, <laughs> you got hit by a semi truck, turned you around twice, three times. You could touch the front of the truck. You got I could life, um, li the jaws of life to get you out. They, they yanked me out, and then the next day you went and taught a class. I did. The next morning, I was at Logan Cairo. I got out of the hospital at like two o'clock in the morning, and went home, slept for like I don't know five minutes, and went back and taught my class at Logan. Uh, I, and I was there at nine o'clock in the morning, and nobody believed me. Nobody, I, you know, I hit guy. Even the two professors, the doctors Ralph and doctors Ralph, and I said I got hit by a tractor trailer last night. And I just got out of the hospital, and they're going like, "Yeah, right, <laughs> I did." <laughs> but you know what? Yes, you really did. I have to be honest with you. You know how I was able to do that? 
drugs? They Yeah, they shot me up with something in the hospital. You know, I mean, I don't know what it was because I didn't feel the pain till like 24 hours after it happened, you know? Because it happened like, I don't know, 9 o'clock at night or something, like 8 or 9 o'clock at night. And I didn't really, and they, you know, because that's not the first time that's happened to me where I've had, <laughs> I shouldn't, I've had, God, in the last, since you've, maybe that's before you knew me. Did I ever tell you about the story I got hit right in, in Washmo, right at the intersection of 47 and 100, or 47 and 5th Street? Did I ever tell you that story? No, that was BS. Okay, that was before Shelly. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm driving my truck, and I'm going right in front of the hospital. And I'm driving, I'm going to the gas station right there at the corner of 47 and, 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 and 5th Street, right across from the, the, from the hospital, okay? Right there from Little Mercy. And I got a green light, and I'm driving along, and all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I realized this guy is trying to make a left turn in front of me, and he realizes that, you know, and he had left turn yield, because he had a green light going his way, you know, because traffic's going, you know how it is, you, you don't have an arrow, you get green light, left turn yield. Back in the day, now it's the blinking little yellow dealie, but right, back, right. Back, back in the day, it was left turn yield on green. So, young guy, and he flies around the corner, and he hits me. I mean, he hits me. And his car, he was, because, and apparently he was like moving. And he went, it hit the front of my truck. And after he hit the front of my truck, he spun around a couple times. And there's pieces of his car everywhere. 16-year-old kid. Pieces of his car everywhere. I mean, the bumper's laying over here. And he gets out of the car. And I get out of my truck. My truck is like disabled at this point in time. Because when he hit me, hit me in the right front, it broke my steering. So in my car, in my truck, my whole front's crunched in. And my steering wheel, you just go round, 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 round. just goes round and round. Cause Which it's not, truck? This is my black truck, okay? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he gets out of the car, and he looks at me, and he starts cussing me out. You, MF. You, blah, 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 blah. You, blah, blah. I mean, he's yelling and screaming. Yelling we and got screaming. Got it, yeah. How old a man was this person? 16-year-old kid driving his dad's brand-new car. Brand new car. <laughs> nice car. <laughs> and I walked over into the gas station. I don't know why that tickled me. It just did. Well, I walked over into the gas station because my truck's out in the middle, and, and there's a couple people who witnessed the whole thing. And the one lady comes up to me, literally comes up to me, and she goes, I'm going to stay here until the police get here because I saw the whole thing. He hit you. He made an illegal left turn. And I go, I, I said, I said, I was sort of stunned. I'm going like, Okay. I thought that was the case. I thought he, you know, he did what, because I thought I was, she says, you had a green light. I saw the whole thing. You had a green light. And he just, you were in the intersection. He just flew, tried to beat you through the intersection and hit you head on, almost head on, and spun the car around. So he's still out in the street yelling, you MF, So the police. Does he know that you could have probably sired him <laughs> and he needed to leave you, he needed to shut his mouth? He could have been one of my grandkids, okay? <laughs> Exactly. You okay. could have sired his so parents. I'm like, Mr. Cool. I'm going, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to stand here. So police comes over, and he's still yelling. He's still out in the intersection. Like, you know, he went down the street a little bit, but his car sideways, blocking traffic. And he's yelling and screaming. So the cop walks over to me. He says, I'm going to go talk to him first. I go, okay, that's fine. So he goes over and talks to this guy. And the kid, then the cop walks back and think to myself, oh, okay, he's going to tell me, it's, you know, he's told you it's all my fault that I ran a red light or something like that. And the cop looks at me and he says, he admitted the whole thing. I go, what? He says, yeah, he admitted the whole thing. He admitted that he was trying to beat you through the intersection. He was on a left turn yield and he, he, and he, and he gunned the engine and, you know, really went flying through the interse intersection, thought he could beat you and he hit you. I go, so in other words, you're saying he admitted it's his fault? Yep. Admitted the whole thing. Okay, fine. So it's one of those things where, I'm right across the street from the hospital, and the police officer said, are you hurt? I go, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. You know. I mean, my airbag didn't go off, but, you know, I'm driving a truck, and the truck is totaled, okay? So what does that tell you? If you're driving a truck and it's totaled, it's not good. And his car was destroyed. And it was. A, and that car was from the time when they actually built cars. No, 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 no. This was only like, I don't know, like eight or nine years ago. And the car was like a, it was like an Acura. It was like a really nice car. It was just, it was totaled. I was talking about yours. No, no, my, this is like a 90s, 90s vintage truck. Okay, so later that night, and the cop kept sending me, he says, why don't you just walk across the street to the hospital? Because literally right there in Washmo at 47 and 5th Street, 
it's the yeah. hospitals right there. You can walk a half a block and walk into the emergency room. And I said to him, I go, no, nah, I don't feel okay right now. So they tow my car away because it won't steer. You know, matter of fact, it's funny because the cop says to me, he says, can you get your car, truck out of the intersection? And I go, I try to get it, and I couldn't steer it. I say, okay, we'll get the tow truck, and they towed it to the tow lot, okay? So, I, so the tow truck driver took me back to the radio station, and as the night wore on, it got worse, and I could barely walk. So I decided, you know, they're going to the hospital. So I took one of my other cars, and I drove down to the hospital, and the guy shot me up with something. And he says, matter of fact, it was interesting because it was a guy, and maybe your daughter did this. He was taking, he was, he was a paramedic in training, and he has to do so much work at the emergency room. Did your daughter have to do that when she was a paramedic? Part of their yes. training? She when had to she work. she was in training, that was, right. you know, 20 years ago, but yes. They worked at the ER. That was part of her training. Like she was, uh-huh. and, and, and the guy says to me, and wasn't a young guy either. Guy probably, you know, maybe his 50s. And he was learning how to be a paramedic. And he says, he says to me, literally he says. He could have been a firefighter. Could be. I don't know. He says to me, dude, you need a shot. And I go, what are you going to give me? He says, you won't feel a thing. <laughs> I'm going like, okay, fine. So give me this shot. And the pain went away for like two days. I need one of those shots all the time. Yeah. You need to not get hit by semis all the time. Well, <laughs> is what you really need. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking to myself. Why am I always in the wrong place, the wrong time? You know. I mean, over over. The, I I don't know the answer to that. Over the Brad. weekend, I had a guy, and I don't know if this is just me, but a I've had the spate of things when I'm driving around at night, guys with no headlights on. Maybe it could be gals. No, I call them guys. Women. So would, women do, wouldn't my do car. That. <laughs> you, they automatically go my on. My precious. Right. My old headlight. precious. But you. But see, your your fog lights came on, and your your taillights came on. These are people yes, driving down but the highway. Yes, headlights with, would not come on. Yeah, but still you had taillights on. Okay, so over the weekend, I won't say where I was. I interstate 70. I had a guy pass me at dark at night about, yeah, I don't know. It was already dark. You know, dark. Now this week it'll be dark at 4.30 because we go through the time zone change this, this weekend. It's this weekend. Uh, anyway, had a guy pass me doing probably 100 miles an hour. No, no lights on. I'm going like, what is going on? And first off, remember we talked about this? There are some areas of the city, the county, where you always radar, never anymore. You never see any police on the highway anymore. The only time they're on the highway is when they're working accidents. You know, if I were a cop, I'd be the same way. i go, hey, they don't like us. Nobody likes us anymore. We're just going to, you know, if we get a 911 call where somebody's being shot, yeah, we're going to move like mad. But we're not going to give any tickets anymore. We're not going to do any of this. We're not going to do that anymore. I get it. You know, I do the same thing. Right? Yes. <laughs> that ended yes. that ended well. <laughs> <laughs> I said yes. I'd rather have liposuction. <laughs> uh, whatevs. You don't look handicapped. You don't look handicapped at all. I like the way you said that. You don't like that one? No, I don't. Okay. It's Please a- don't use that again. It- What's what? I didn't hear what you said. You don't look handicapped. You don't look handicapped at all. What did you say? Because when people say that to people who are truly, truly ill, they just can't. It's it's all um, invisible symptoms as opposed to uh, physical symptoms like limping or not being able to walk or in a wheelchair. When people say that to you, they don't know what your journey is. They do not know if that morning you had to crawl to the bathroom. I mean, it's it's a real thing. And, and I think that by me saying that, even though it's been said to me, it was disrespectful to other people. I get it. We'll talk about it next break. 747. By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. Westplex 107.1, AM 1350 KSLQ, and uh, excuse me, that's AM 1350 crap and 104.5 KSLQ, the Trimal Cast. It's BS in the Morning, BS in the Morning dot show. Jonas Brothers and Marshmallow, you know, Shelly, one of those things, again. I had that idea 20 years ago. 
being a marshmallow? I thought to myself, you know what? I bet you any money if I put a marshmallow head on my on myself with like these two big eyes and a face, big old marshmallow head, and I and I decided to produce records. I bet you I could make some money at that. And I ran to some of my friends and I say, hey, I got this idea about putting this marshmallow on my head and producing records. And they go, you're nuts. Nobody in their right mind would walk around with a marshmallow head and produce records. If you would have implemented that back when the Ghostbusters were in, <laughs> seriously, you would have. it would have been a moneymaker for can, you. Can I tell you something funny? What? It's another movie I've never seen. You've never seen Ghostbusters? I've never seen Ghostbusters. Dude, you're a rom-com dude. I've, what? Ne- I've never How seen... How can it. you not see these movies? I've never seen Ghostbusters. You I'm... don't like sci-fi, though, do you? No, it's just, once again, I don't like being hyped every single time. It's I told you, The Wedding Crashers. Everybody, oh my God, it's the world's best movie. You know, and like, and finally I went and saw it. I go, oh, that was stupid. It was dumb. I didn't like it. Because I got Well, they hyped. said that about I got pulp hi- fiction, and to this day... I still don't understand it. Well, I got. Hyped. I don't understand the humor and why it's such a cult fo- has such a cult following. Well, it's like Napoleon Dynamite. Have you ever seen it's that like movie? What, please? Napoleon Dynamite. You ever seen that movie? Um. Yes, I have, <laughs> and it was like the absolute <laughs> my, my worst. Son, my oldest son says thirty-seven <laughs> minutes of my life that I will never get back. My oldest son Brett, when it first came out. Oh my God, Dad! You gotta watch this movie. It's so funny. What's it called? Napoleon Dynamite. I go. What is that? He says, "Go watch." So it finally came out. I can't remember where I saw it. I think I think he bought the DVD finally or something like that. And I watch it. I'm going like, "Okay, I'm not sure what I just saw." Did you understand that movie? I didn't understand that movie, and I was really, really <laughs> upset that I sat there and watched the whole thing. It's just because of... literally that was time I will never get back in my life ever. You know what? You know what? I the problem with this. You know what? Here's the problem. What? John Kennedy said it best. Somebody at the White House has been smoking the devil's lettuce. Yeah, you got it. You got a lot of. Is that the devil's what? Devil. Don't, you never heard that term before? The devil, devil's what? The devil's lettuce. The devil's. You know what the devil's lettuce is? The devil's nuts? <laughs> no, the devil's lettuce. L E T T U C E. Like in a salad, you have lettuce in a oh, salad. The devil's lettuce? You know, you never heard that term before? I have not. Marijuana. Oh. The devil's lettuce is marijuana. You never heard that before? I've never heard the that before. The devil's lettuce is, is marijuana. So here but on. I'm not as hip <laughs> into culture as you are. Here. Somebody at the White House has been smoking the devil's lettuce. you got to be really high to understand Napoleon Dynamite. you just got to be in an altered state. Cause the, what, Napoleon Dynamite? It's just, it's, you know. I, it, it's stupid. <laughs> but, but, it, it's like literally the stupidest movie I've ever seen. But, and the best the worst time suck of anything I've ever done in my life. <laughs> vote for Pedro. <laughs> you know, remember that part of the thing where his friend... What is it, please? Vote for Pedro. His friend runs for a student council president or whatever. <laughs> don't you remember that? Vote for Pedro. I don't remember the movie because it was stupid. <laughs> when, and I when the... had to expel it from my... When the movie first came memory. out, you saw all these kids wearing "Vote for Pedro" T-shirts. Don't you remember that? <laughs> I do, but I never, I never got the, the uh, correlation. Yeah, "Vote for Pedro." Matter of fact, you still see. There's actually a band that plays around St. Louis called "Vote for Pedro," <laughs> and it's actually very good. Vote here we go. This is Dictionary.com. "Vote for Pedro" is a reference to a campaign slogan in the 2004 cult classic film napoleon dynamite it is often used politically or nostalgically so people now they're now they're saying uh uh what's the uh, what's the what's the brandon thing what's the what are they saying now oh let's go brandon right it's like vote for pedro it's like it's you know you know what i i read this over the weekend somebody came out some some politician came out and said if you say vote for Brandon, you're promoting ISIS. I'm going like, oh, let me think about this. Somebody for a said that. Yes, I'm going like, let me think uh-huh. about this for a minute. <laughs> you know, and it's like, uh-huh. it's a joke, is what it is. Because can you imagine that poor Brandon Brown or the reporter? That reporter is never going to get a job in her life because she's the one who goes, hey, they're they're chanting for you. They're chanting, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> That's not what they're chanting. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was ridiculous is what it was. Oh, you know what? I mean, if it wasn't for crazy crap like that, what would we have to talk about? You and I wouldn't have, it would be the, it would be the worst show in the world. Considering we're like Seinfeld. No, hold on a minute. A it's show the, about nothing. This is the worst show in the world. <laughs> Here's 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 a here's a headline right here. I'm going to read you this headline, and this is a legitimate headline. Ready for this? Huh? Biden's hold on a minute. The, the, the stupid ads keep popping up. Biden scratches head when asked about possible payments to illegal migrants. He scratches his head, scratches his head, and doesn't say anything. I scratch my head, and my toupee falls off. And by the way, I do have a question. <laughs> Shelly texted me last night. Okay, I did. I am not kidding. <laughs> I didn't respond to this. I'm going to my luck. Six fifty nine last night. I get a text from Shelly. I have a serious question. Do you really wear? Do you really have a toupee? <laughs> and continue on. <laughs> Is there any place like that left around, like Hans Wyman? I'm being serious. Why do you ignore me? Are you okay? She wants to know if I have a toupee. Of course I have a toupee. Ask my daughter. She'll tell you. If you called up my daughter right now, right now, if you called her right up, if you called her. Don't do it. I'm, I'm, I'm stalling till I find it. If you called up my daughter right now and and I said, I said, hey, let's call her right now. Amanda, hello. Are you there, Amanda? No, seriously. Hello. Call her for reals. Okay. I'm at work and I let you go. Oh, I, Amanda, I want to ask you a question about the toupee. Why are they late? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we have to go. We're done. We do. <laughs> yeah. But you never answered my question. Vote for Pedro. We'll talk about it tomorrow. 7.59. <laughs> Peace and I fly.